It had been a day of memories, so many of them crowding in, a day of laughter, but sadness too. It was always like that with Trudy, Leonie reflected, as she walked home from the tube station. She loved seeing her old friend, which happened only infrequently, Trudy being always impossibly busy, off to visit her married daughter in New York or holidaying in Florida, but her company, though invigorating, could also be exhausting. As she turned down the street of shops and offices that would bring her eventually to Bellevue Gardens, Leonie smiled at the thought of something said once by one of Trudy's ex-husbands. There had been three of them. It was that Trudy saw herself as the star in her own show, and everyone else was simply the audience. He had spoken with bitterness, and although it wasn't the full story, Leonie had usually experienced Trudy's considerate and generous side, there was more than a grain of truth in it. Trudy had always been a drama queen. Even now she was in her seventies, her life lurched from intrigue to crisis, or so she liked to make out. Today, for instance, at lunch in her Chelsea duplex, with its wonderful views over the river, Trudy, her green eyes bright with excitement, had told her that her new downstairs neighbour, who with iron-grey hair slicked back, must be a retired gangster, had been sending her flowers and chocolate truffles from Fortnum's and simply wouldn't be put off. When Leonie inquired wickedly whether Trudy had tried hard enough, her friend's green gaze turned dragonish. And how is that old crosspatch you keep in your basement? Really, darling, you and your lame ducks. They're not lame, Leonie retorted. They walk perfectly well. Except Bella, perhaps, the aging Kashmiri lady who shuffled about in slippers because of her bunions. Some of them are down on their luck, that's all. Leonie frowned as she walked along. Although she and Trudy were still very fond of one another, it was funny how differently their lives had turned out, since the time they'd shared lodgings together with another girl over a shop on the Edgware Road all those years ago. There was Trudy, well-heeled and well-travelled, recently installed in her new luxury apartment overlooking the yachts of the marina, and here was she, Leonie Brett, rounding the corner into her Georgian garden square, as she must have done thousands of times before, and never tired of doing, coming home to the house she had shared with so many friends over the years. This evening the square was scorched by the flames of a spectacular sunset, so beautiful. She stopped to admire the shapes of the budding plane trees against the sky, the stately houses glowing a peachy orange in the dying sun. It was always so peaceful, this secluded square. From the garden in the middle came the lush warbling of a blackbird, no doubt assuring the other avian residents that everything was all right with their world. As she crossed the road towards number 11, her heart gave a little jolt of satisfaction to see its bohemian tattiness. The house was like a loose Cinderella between more splendidly attired sisters. The neighbours, mostly young professionals who had snapped up the converted flats, might frown at its dilapidated paintwork and the weeds growing from its gutters, but she loved the house with all its faults. It had become her home at a time of crisis in her life, and in turn she'd opened it to others who needed a safe place. She squeezed between two closely parked cars and paused on the pavement in surprise, for a fox was trotting along towards her, 
a vixen by the slightness of her. It stopped dead a few feet away, its obsidian eyes shining in the gathering dusk. For a lasting second, they stared at one another, the lady and the fox, before the animal turned tail and fled. There were far more foxes than she remembered there being in the past. They played extravagantly and noisily at night, and left their toys on the lawn, old shoes, bits of tennis ball, once a pigeon's wing. Gardens were their playgrounds, dustbins their food baskets, burrows under sheds or brambles their homes, just as her house had been a bolt hole for many people. Leonie watched with sadness the vixen's brush vanish through the railings of the square's garden. It was as though the beautiful creature with its wildness had taken something of hers with it and